Welcome to Stroke of Insight, where we feature real people, real stories, organization leaders, and the physicians that care for this community of patients sharing their Stroke of Insight. Today, we feature Andrea Baer, the Executive Director of the Mended Hearts Organization. Andrea talks to us about the organization and how it works to support patients both during their hospital stay and lifelong support after being released. She shares with us the importance the Mended Hearts Organization plays in CHD advocacy, her personal story of CHD, how you can get involved in the organization, and ways they are celebrating Heart Health Month. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Stroke of Insight. I am your host, Natalie Poli, Mrs. Midwest International 2022. It's my pleasure to welcome today's guest, the Executive Director of the Mended Hearts Organization, Andrea Baer. Welcome, Andrea. Hi, thank you so much for having me. We are honored that you can be with us today. We know you are very busy making a difference in the world of congenital heart disease. And as a survivor myself, I know I did not know about Mended Hearts and really felt that the support your organization provides to survivors would have been greatly appreciated by myself. Can you tell us a little bit more about the organization? Yeah, I'd love to. So Mended Hearts is, we've been around since 1951, so 71 years, and um, our mission is to inspire hope and improve the quality of life of cardiovascular patients and their families through ongoing peer-to-peer support, education, and advocacy. And we, you know, to do that, we support patients across the lifespan. So parents whose children have been diagnosed with a congenital heart defect, Um, all the way through to adulthood and beyond. And we do that through our peer-to-peer efforts, um, supporting patients in the hospital, um, providing outlets for them to connect with other cardiovascular patients who are on the same journey, um, and all the while giving lots of education along the way. Well, it's interesting too, Andrea, because it is really a lifelong journey. Congenital heart disease is not something that you just get diagnosed with. You may or may not have a procedure and it's done. It truly is a lifelong journey of care and support. Absolutely. And, um, you know, needs change, I think, from you know, diagnosis through to adulthood. But it's really important to stay engaged with your care um, throughout your life because it is never fixed. We always say, you know, it's not, your heart is never fixed. It's always going to be a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And so having that specialized care throughout your life will give you the best results. And you have direct experience with being a parent to a child with congenital heart disease. Andrea, can you share a little bit about your son? Sure. Yeah. My third child was born on St. Patrick's Day in 2009. Um, So while everybody else was drinking green beer and pretending to be Irish, um, (laughs) (laughs) I was given that news that my son would need open heart surgery in order to survive. Um, I did not know that congenital heart disease was the number one birth defect. Mm -hmm. Um, Had no idea that 
babies could be born with something wrong with their heart. Um, and so I was thrust into this new life that I had to learn about. And um, thankfully, he had his open heart surgery when he was 11 weeks old um, <sighs> and did fabulous. And he is doing well today. He will be 13 in March. I can't believe it. Oh, well, and we know that there are several types of congenital heart defects. What was his diagnosis specifically, Andrea? Yeah. So there's over 35 different defects. And then if you mix those like different, you know, there can be a combination of them. Mm -hmm. Um, The the possibilities are probably endless, but (laughs) he was born with a hole in the center of the heart that encompassed all four chambers. The big long word for it is atrial ventricular septal defect Mm -hmm. um, or AVSD. But um, so they had to patch that septum so that his blood could be oxygenated to go out into his body. Um, So he had that done. He also was born with a bicuspid aortic valve, which is not repaired yet um, because it it doesn't always have to be repaired. So it's something that we're just watching. Sure. Well, him and I are siblings in a way where congenital heart disease comes into play because I too was born with an ASD. So a little bit different than what he had, but again, that atrial septum defect. And like you said, with there being over 35 CHDs, it's just amazing to see not only the different procedures, but the different tools and ways that they're able to mend these little hearts. It's amazing. And, you know, 50 years ago, the the chance of survival was not very good. Mm -hmm. Um, But thankfully, all the technology and all the new procedures, um, we have come so far that now there are more adult congenital heart patients than ever before, which is fantastic. Right. Yes. Well, we are very lucky that we're able to have all of these up and coming procedures to be able to help adults like myself, because I was 29 when everything happened to me. But you now hear, like you said, of so many adults, because there are more advances. And before we didn't really know what we were looking for. And people were just living with these ailments. Yeah. Or sometimes people would, you know, they would just not know they had a congenital heart defect until they were an adult. And, um, you know, something happened Mm-hmm. But, Absolutely. you know, it, it's really important too to note that adult congenital heart disease patients, their hearts don't work like a typical heart. And so having that specialist of an adult congenital specialist is mm-hmm. really important. Well, and that's why we do this podcast too. I want to try to eliminate people from their stroke of insight being a stroke. That is what led me to finding out about my congenital heart disease diagnosis. And so it's so important that we use outlets like podcasts and media in order to educate others. And again, with Mended Hearts, you all do so much within that organization. And I am blessed to be a member and also an Action Network champion. So Mended Hearts is very near and dear to me and my heart, but can you tell us a little bit about the role and the importance of the role that Mended Hearts plays in CHD advocacy? Yeah, so advocacy is really so vital to not only the future of those of us who are living it now, 
but for those who are coming behind us, right? So mm-hmm. um, the goal is always to, number one, make people aware about congenital heart disease. So no mom has to go through what I went through, yes. not even realizing it was something that could happen, or no adult has to go through learning about this, um, you know, when they have what they think is a heart attack and it's something different that they were born with. Mm-hmm. Um so raising that awareness is vital, but also getting that funding um, for research and surveillance. And, you know, we don't know long-term outcomes for a lot of our kids because they haven't had the technology to save them for as many years as people are alive. And so having that research and surveillance across the lifespan will give us lots of information for those generations to come after us. So yeah. getting that money um, you know, from, from the, for research and for surveillance to the CDC and the NIH. So important. Absolutely. And Mended Hearts does so much more than just what you read about necessarily online with, like you were talking with the research and funding, but can you tell us a little bit about how Mended Hearts also supports patients when they're in the hospital and may have just received a CHD diagnosis? Yeah, so one of our great programs is our Bravery Bag program, and that is designed to give a bag full of personal care items, mostly um, to the parent of the child because the baby is being well taken care of in the hospital most of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's that parent who, you know, may have just been life flighted with their child without anything on their back, but maybe their purse when they went to the hospital. Um, just enough to get them by until somebody from home can bring them something. So toothbrush, toothpaste, shampoo, Mm -hmm. um, bottled water, snacks, crossword puzzle books, different things like that. Sure. But I think one of the most important pieces of that is that it lets that parent know that they're not alone. Right. And that to me is, is so much more important than that physical stuff that's in the bag. Just mm-hmm. knowing that there's somebody out there who has been through what you're going through and that they're supporting you is just so incredibly important. Right. Because this is a new journey, not really more so for the parents, because when you have an infant, you know, they're not aware of what's happening at the time. So it really becomes more of the parent's journey. And I know one of my former guests, Dina, talked a little bit about that because her son was born with CHD. And it really is about supporting the parents, like you said, and letting them know that you're not alone. There are people, there are organizations out there that have a support system in place for exactly what you're going through. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, that's how my life changed was somebody reached out to me and said, I know how you feel because I've been where you are. And it was, um, it was really a turning point in my journey. That is amazing. Now, not only does Mended Hearts play a role for patients and their parents when they are in the hospital, but can you talk to us a little bit, Andrea, about how Mended Hearts also kind of walks that journey once they're out of the hospital as well? Yeah. So we have, you know, education, um, our Mended Little Heart Guide and some other guides like feeding guide, because who knew it would be so hard to feed a baby? Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it. (laughs) Right. Um, And, you know, neurodevelopmental guide for when the kids are starting school. 
and, you know, maybe struggling in different areas. So, you know, we try to support those parents and the, and then the children um, along that journey at different points. Mm-hmm. One of the fun things is we always try to get together. Um, obviously, with COVID now, it's been a little difficult, but sure. getting getting the kids together and because they can see then that there are other kids just like them that have that scar on their chest and, right. you know, might have to take medicine or can't you know, play football. Um, and so that they can enjoy each other's company and make those friendships along the way and support each other while the parents are supporting each other. That's huge, not only for the mental health of the patient, but the mental health of the parent, right? It's knowing that as parents, you have that support system of other parents, but also for the children. And I'm a mom of three too, Andrea, I get it, right? you always want to know that your kids have a support system and to experience something like this. It is amazing that Mended Hearts is able to provide that to families and patients. Yeah. And then of course, you know, when they get a little older and they're teens and, you know, you're trying to teach them how to be responsible adults in the healthcare system. Um, You know, it really helps to have that support network then as well so that that way they can kind of, you know, transition into adulthood with others who kind of get it. Mm-hmm. And that brings up a really good point when you said adulthood, because Mended Hearts isn't just for infants. It also has now a few different categories and areas, depending on what age group you fall into. Can you talk to us about the different branches within Mended Hearts? Yeah, we have three specific programs. Um, and a little hearts is designed specifically for the parents and families um, and children who are born with congenital heart disease. We have young mended hearts, which, you know, we, we loosely say from 18 to 55, but I think mm-hmm. that's relative to how you feel and where you feel sure. like you belong. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, that group of individuals also experience things like having a job and taking care of your parents while you also have a heart disease or, you know, how do you take care of your kids when you have to go through open heart surgery or different things that maybe the younger generation or the older population don't really understand. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have Mended Hearts, which is our original um, program, but they, really focus on, we say 55 and older, but again, yeah. it doesn't matter. You right. know, everybody is welcome everywhere um, with their specific needs in mind as well. That's awesome. There's something for everyone. And like you said, it's where you feel comfortable. It's where you feel you're, you best align, not only for where you are, but where life has you at the moment too. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Now, Andrea, with February being Heart Health Month, I know Mended Hearts because I'm a part of it. I'm just so excited to share. But there's so many different things that the organization does during this month. Can you highlight a few of those for our listeners that are maybe new to the Mended Hearts organization? Yeah. So we've been trying to, well, Rock Your Scar, which is our annual CHD awareness campaign. It's a national photo campaign that encourages congenital heart disease patients of all ages to send a picture on how they rock their scar. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't have to show your scar, but it's, it's amazing every year to see the pictures of all of this 
amazing warriors. I use the word amazing yeah. way too many times. But Me too. I don't it's know okay because it's a great them. word. <laughs> um, we just finished that up for the year uh, and released all of our winners. Uh, the the video of the all of the finalists will be out tonight at eight o'clock um, on all of our social media channels. And then we have lots of webinars and lunch and learns because it's important as well to educate individuals about their heart disease and, you know, how to take better care of their heart. Um, we have the share your heart picture contest that's going on right now. And that's open to anybody at any age, um, that we, and then we're going to have an essay contest coming up soon. So lots of really great stuff happening. And, and part of that is just to make sure that everybody knows they're not alone and give people the opportunity to share their story and inspire others with their story. That is awesome. And like you said, it's a great way for people to either feel comfortable about sharing their scars, or if they're not, they can still participate and not show their scars. It's what everyone's comfort level is. Absolutely. And you know, sometimes there aren't visible scars and that's okay too, because Um, everybody's journey is just a little different. That's right. And I say that's the category I fall in. I had a trans catheter closure procedure, which I feel in adults, you hear a lot of that if they already didn't realize they had congenital heart disease, but they are a candidate for a procedure that is more invasive versus in an infant, there could be something that's a little bit more intricate in terms of needing that open heart surgery. So it is true. And also, I think, Leslie, your daughter had brought up in a conversation when I was talking with her that there's those emotional scars that you really cannot put a size on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Everybody's journey is so personal to them. And I think that, you know, we definitely, nobody comes out of it the same person that they went into it. Right. So, no. um, all of those scars are what make us beautiful, but it's also mm-hmm. what makes us us. That is so true. And there's so many amazing links and information on the mended hearts website. I'm comfortable navigating most of them, but I learn something every time I visit. But for those people that are listening, Andrea, that are either learning about Mended Hearts for the first time or have heard about it, but haven't looked at how to get involved, can you share with us what are the best ways to get involved if you're an individual looking to either do something small or you're looking to do something big like me? I just went big or went home with it all. So (laughs) we love all of it. We love the small and we love the go big or go home. Yeah. Um, So the best thing to do is go to our website, which is mendedhearts.org. And there you'll find all kinds of information. Um, You can look at support opportunities, education, advocacy, and then you can look at the specific programs, Mended Mm -hmm. Hearts, Young Mended Hearts, Mended Little Hearts, um, and you can learn about all of the opportunities that we have. Or if you just want to be like, go big or go home, you can say info, Mm -hmm. I-N-F-O at mendedhearts.org. And just say, hey, I want to get involved and share my story or I want to raise awareness. I want to advocate and we'll get you in the right direction. Awesome. And it's really easy to just join on the website. You just have to click the word join and you can already become a member. 
Absolutely. And membership is free. Um, you can donate and get extra stuff and special, you know, little things like car decals and different things, but membership, the basic membership is absolutely free. Just click the join button and it will connect you and we can connect you to a chapter near you. If you Mm -hmm. are in a specific area that has a chapter, or you can just join us from a national level and get all the information. That's awesome. And you did bring up the chapters, Andrea, can you just share a little bit about what those chapters are and what they're created and designed to do? Sure. So our chapter model really is designed to bring people together in the local area um, to where you can make friends and join this great support network in person, in your community. And then that chapter will serve typically serve the hospital that they're located by. So here in Pittsburgh, where I am, mm-hmm. um, we the Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. And, um, you know, we do the bravery bag delivery and support the parents from that hospital um, when they're inpatient. Um, the adults, you know, will go and do their visitation in the hospitals at the hospital where they're at. And it's nice because you have that local community of friends that you build. Absolutely. And that's so important, especially for parents and patients that not only maybe have experienced something, but want to be part of something bigger. But at the same regard, you can be part of that even if you aren't a survivor or don't know anyone and you just are looking to join and be part of a fantastic organization to make a difference. Absolutely. We love everybody. And um, we, we love to try to find a home for people to learn about heart disease, um, learn how to be a caregiver to someone with heart disease, mm-hmm. how to be a better friend, um, or how to be a, you know, empower yourself to be a better patient. Absolutely. Now, is there anything coming up, Andrea, within the organization, either within the rest of Heart Health Month in February here or the spring that you want to share with our audience that maybe we can make note of? Well, um, I think we have lots of education uh, coming up. Mm -hmm. We have some new printable and downloadable education that we're going to be releasing. And we have lots of advocacy action happening this spring. Yes. Um, Some of the stuff I can't talk about yet. Sure. Let's just say... It's going to be big. We're going to it go is. Big. And I'm really excited about the advocacy work we're going to be doing this spring. And we could save that for a whole nother podcast. But there are, again, like you said, so many fantastic things, not only to get involved with, but also to make note of because there's always something going on. And with the tables turning with congenital heart disease, there's new advocacy, there's new education, there's new research. So it is truly a lifelong journey that you can be a part of. Absolutely. Well, we have really enjoyed our time with you today, Andrea. It's always a pleasure when we can talk with individuals that are out there making real change and supporting the CHD community. It truly is a blessing to have organizations like Mended Hearts available to patients and their families because that direct line of support is so important. It really is. And I want to say thank you for for hosting me and for learning about Mended Hearts. And thank you for all you're doing for us. We, uh, we really appreciate it. 
Well, I am happy to do it and can't imagine life any other way. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been speaking with Andrea Bear. She is the executive director of the Mended Hearts organization. You can find them on social media. They have multiple, multiple ways that you can get involved. And we hope that you choose to make a difference in the life of congenital heart disease. Thank you so much, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel and we appreciate you taking the time to like, follow, and share the podcast so others can share their stroke of insight.